We're on the air live tonight, 1-800-39-ONLINE. 1-800-396-6546 is the number. Online tonight. You're so scared, I can smell it. Now, from the craziest city on the planet, this is Online Tonight, on the air toll-free at 1-800-39-ONLINE, 1-800-396-6546. And now, the host of Online Tonight, Max. Welcome, welcome. I am Max. Welcome to Online Tonight, where we talk about the latest in tech, pop culture, and more. And more includes the things that I think are cool or geeky or food-related, animal-related, uh, things like that. We also love to answer your questions here on the air. Give us a call, 1-800-39-ONLINE, 1-800-396-6546 is our tel- toll-free telephone number. You can also reach us via text or email. Text 951-395-1017, 951-395-1017, and you can email show at onlinetonight.com. That's S-H-O-W at onlinetonight.com. This portion of the show is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Hey, it's not Ryan Reynolds. Mint Mobile is cheaper than those big carriers. So you don't have to buy your socks from the thrift store. Ew. And it must be good, because Ryan's mom was in a commercial. Go get something good at OLTTV.com slash mint. That's OLTTV.com slash mint. I don't have to spell mint right Phone lines are open, 1-800-39-ONLINE, 1-800-396-6546. Victoria is ready to take your calls, go through your text and your emails. It's a big weekend for sports. So what are we going to talk about mostly on the show today? We're going to talk about Google, we're going to talk about Apple, and we're going to talk about sports. Why sports? Well, because, you know, it's the weekend and there's a very large sports event going on. So we're going to definitely share with you a lot about that. But let's jump into some tech news first. Uh, It's official. Google AI has now got a new name, Gemini. We talked about that last week. We talked about Bard. And if you are a Duet user, then you may or may not be happy. We'll see. Uh, Google has uh, released on Thursday that it is renaming the Bard chatbot to Gemini. And it's releasing, it has already released a dedicated uh, Android app, the Gemini app for Android that's available. And what they're doing is they're also folding in all of the uh, Duet AI features that were in Workspace, Google's Workspace, into the Gemini brand. Uh, They also announced something called Gemini Ultra One, which is the largest and most capable version of their learning, their large language model. And that's being released to the public. So check that out if you're so inclined and interested. There is no dedicated Gemini app yet for other phones like iOS and, and uh, you know, the iPhone, the iPad, and things like that. And you cannot use uh, the non-Siri Assistant as a default anyway right now. So that may or may not be of interest to you. Some people are finding that adding Gemini wasn't necessarily what they expected. So Gemini, the Gemini app... Uh, automatically now replaces your fir- your former Google Assistant. So if you had that, it will no longer be available to you. Now, of course, you know that uh, 
when you opt in to Gemini, your phone's digital assistant automatically switches over to Gemini. And there's no way uh, to use the Gemini app without it taking over. So you can't have the Gemini app and still use the Google Assistant. So just be prepared for that in case that is something that you're unhappy with. I I reached out to my Android friend because uh, I don't use a, I don't use a lot of Android devices here, and I did not get an answer before showtime. So I don't know the answer to this. And the question I had was, just like on iOS, if you have an app that that does things that you don't like, you can uninstall it when you are. Given the option to uninstall it, you can say, I just want to offload the app or I want to delete the app and all the data associated with it. If you do that on an Android device, if you delete Gemini app, does your Google Assistant get turned back on? And I have yet to hear back from my friend, and hopefully they will be able to give me an answer to that uh, during the show. If you're listening, give me a ring or drop me a text. And if you are, uh, if not, I will try to make sure that I include that information for you next time. Now, you don't hear a lot about malware on phones, but apparently it is a problem and has been since 2015, I believe, when this malware on Android called Xloader showed up. Uh, Xloader has gotten a little bit smarter and... And I wanted to tell you a little bit about it. Have you noticed that you downloaded something recently, like a game, a free game? This usually happens with game games, like slot games and and some other types of fun little games. Sometimes a little utility that's going to, you know, maybe change your backgrounds or add, you know, moving elements to your to your screen. Uh, sometimes they will have this Xloader malware incorporated in there. And then very slyly, behind the scenes, you will get a notification that says, allow Chrome to send and view text messages or allow Chrome to run in the background. Well, it's not Chrome that's asking for it. It's this malware. And it is risky. It is not friendly. What it does is this newer version in the background sends your photos that are in your camera roll and your text messages to the nefarious people. And, you know, I am very, all my photos are G rated, you know, what you do with your camera and, and your, and your videos and stuff. That's, that's totally up to you. You know, who am I to judge? Right. Uh, but you may have some information on there that you that you don't want to have other people. And I know especially uh, some of my friends I have had weird conversations with at the bar or when we're in Vegas. They'll uh, show me a, a, something that got texted to them unexpectedly. Say, look at look at what was sent to me. And I'll be like, hey, I don't I don't want to see that. And then I definitely don't want to know who that is, because the next time I, I bump into that person, I'm going to see them in a new way. Right. So sometimes, obviously, we can control what we take pictures of, but sometimes we can't control what uh, is sent to us via text or DMs or whatever. And if you have this malware on your system, the Xloader malware on your Android, then you can, uh, you know, put uh, something out there that you may or may not want 
to have out there. Uh, most of this uh, report, I believe, came out of uh, McAfee, McAfee's report on uh, the, the increase in this malware and some of the tricks that it was doing. So if you have loaded something recently, this is just quick advice. If you've loaded something recently and you don't really you know, need it or want it and you see these, Chrome is now asking for permission that you're not expecting. Be suspect. You know, take your time. Check it out. Make sure that it's not what you want. More Google News. Uh, there is a new search provider uh, called Perplexity that is quickly becoming a lot of people are talking about it. You know, they're very excited about it. It's an AI-driven search function, and uh, it apparently is besting people like Google and Bing, uh, according to the New York Times. And they are, I think a lot of people have started to get a little bit miffed or numb, I'm not sure which term you want to use, about how you have a lot of sponsored links now. I'm looking for something in my, in my local market, let's say. And I get five, six, seven sponsored links before I even get my local one. You know, that's extra time that I could uh, be using to get the things I need to get solved. Like if I need a special part or, I, you know, I need to get information for somebody very quickly, I don't want to have to sort through a bunch of sponsored ads. And one of the benefits of, the, of these AI search engines is that they, they don't have a lot of uh, baggage. They don't have a lot of fluff. They just have the information that you want. And so it may be interesting to you to avoid some of the extra ads and stuff that you don't want. Google's not having a great week. They have these uh, town halls, and apparently the morale over at Google is not very good. Uh, one of the questions re- recently submitted to the, the uh, management there was, quote, we get the execs all excited about Google's future. Why should we be excited when we might get laid off and not be around to share in that future? If we lose our jobs and equity grants, it's cold comfort that Google is succeeding off our hard work and we don't get rewarded for that. So uh, apparently people over there at Google are not as happy as they used to be. Used to be known as a great place. Uh, You know, they had cereal on every aisle and all that good stuff. What kind of perks do you have where you work? It's online tonight. Stay tuned. online tonight i am max this is this hour's geek speak where we take a tech term and change it into english right before your very ears like a magic trick this hour's geek speak is hdr this portion of the show is powered by anchor i used other anchor products but i didn't realize that they are the world's number one mobile charging brand with over 200 million products sold worldwide and they've been a pioneer in charging technology for over 10 years I'm super interested in the Powerhouse 767. Think of it as a giant battery-operated generator. You don't have to add gas. You don't have to pull a handle. It has 13 charging ports on the thing. It's great for RVs. Uh, I'm sorry. It has 13 total ports. Some of them are charging ports. Some of them are outlets. Good for RVs, outdoor recreation, and home backup. 
Find all the amazing Anchor products at OLTTV.com slash Anchor. That's OLTTV.com slash A-N-K-E-R. Now HDR. HDR, or High Dynamic Range, is a fairly new feature in 4K Ultra HDTVs. This refers refers to the ability to to deliver nicer colors, more contrast levels, increased brightness, apparently better blacks. HDR is basically an upgrade to the 4K or Ultra HD format. Uh, These things are not available on 1080 sets, by the way. Different manufacturers and content creators are standardizing on slightly different standards within the HDR. The the most popular one right now is HDR10, which is the basic standard uh, that was issued by the uh, UHD Alliance, and it will be labeled HDR10 or Ultra HD Premium on your TV. And every, every HDR TV should support HDR10. Now, there are other standards like Dolby Vision, which includes dynamic metadata that adjusts the HDR effect on a frame-by-frame basis. This is the leader in the proprietary formats. And those are found on the premium sets like Sony, LG, Vizio, and TCL. And if you're looking to buy a new TV uh, in time for the Super Bowl, uh, I would say you're a little late uh, based on the time this show is going out. Uh, if you're going to buy a premium TV, you need to decide between either the Dolby Vision or HDR10 or the, the newer HDR10+. And then it also depends on what providers you're using on which format they're supporting. That is this hour's Geek Speak HDR. Genetically modifying turkeys so they have five drumsticks. This is Online Tonight. Now, here's Max. I didn't even realize this, but I'm sitting here in the studio wearing my Coca-Cola hat, and they have done something that they haven't done in a really long time. Uh, It's not very often that Coke adds a permanent flavor. You know, they do a lot of these test flavors. Uh, I don't know if you remember Coca-Cola Black, which basically was Coke with with coffee in it. I really liked it, other than they, they put nasty chemicals in it. Which is why I had to stop drinking it. But I was I, I really like that. You know, I'm a I'm a fan of the classic flavors like the original Coke. I, I even like new Coke from the eighties and then uh, you know, when they changed from regular sugar to high fructose corn syrup, it's not quite as good, but sometimes when you're traveling internationally you can get the the natural sugar ones. Those are really yummy. Vanilla Coke, always a favorite. Cherry Coke, a favorite. But they have announced that they are going to be offering a new spiced version of Coca-Cola. It's going to be available in the next couple of weeks. They're seeing a lot of competition. They've been around 137 years. So a lot of people are getting, uh, you know, flavored water, smelly water, seltzers, other flavored drinks, juices. And so Coke is really trying to adapt and make sure that people continue to want them on a continuous basis instead of, you know, as, instead of using it like uh, a treat, right? They want to make sure that that you continue to get it. So what is this uh, beverage? Well, first of all, they want you to know it's going to come in regular Coke and Coke Zero and Diet Coke uh, are, their, are their most popular beverages. And I believe that this spice flavor will be available in the Coke version and the regular Coke Zero version. And what it is, is it's... Uh, they're a little cagey on what makes it spicy, but it's primarily raspberry. So think of uh, raspberry Coke, 
with some spiced flavors. And I'm very curious to know what those spices are. I'm hoping that they'll you'll give it a little bit more. Is it going to be kind of like a spiced latte, you know, with a lot of cinnamon? Or is it going to be kind of, um, uh, is it going to be more gingery, which is kind of like my gummy cola bottles? There's a lot of ginger in gummy cola bottles. I, I love those, but those aren't actually made by the Coca-Cola company. Or is it going to be like a cayenne type of spice? I'm very curious. When it comes out in a couple of weeks, I'm definitely going to go and check it out. Another interesting thing that I saw in the news that's kind of food related, just going with food, is that uh, McDonald's has decided to offer the Shamrock Shake two weeks earlier than expected. Yay! But not really, because I have been making my very own for some time now. I found a copycat recipe on the internet. And I've been making my own shamrock shake. I'll give you the ingredients real fast. Vanilla ice cream, whole milk, peppermint extract, and optional green food coloring. Do you need the green food coloring? Not really. It's just to make it look fun and festive, but it doesn't add any taste or change to the uh, thing. Let me give you a quick caution. If you add too much green food coloring to any of your ice cream or any of your food, uh, you may have uh, un comfortable looking bowel movement but uh mcdonald's wanted you to know that starting on february 21st which is like a week or two away the shamrock shake is going to pop up usually it's only around uh saint patrick's day and my question is when i go to mcdonald's i notice that most of the time the ice cream machine is down uh i'm wondering if they're gonna have do they have the same problem with the shakes because i haven't had a McDonald's shake in probably 10 years, if not longer. Costco, a little bit of Costco news. Uh, Costco says that they are um, excited about a new consumer report that shows that Costco is better than Trader Joe's and Whole Foods. Well, what's not better than Whole Foods? I, you know, I, I wouldn't say that I'm not uh, comfortable, but... I can't afford Whole Foods. And we occasionally get things at Trader Joe's, but we're very selective because, again, you can get very similar things at a, at a more economical price. Not that I'm a penny pincher, but, you know, I could, for every dollar I save, it's a, it, I'm closer to going on a cruise. You know what I mean? Uh, not that I'm actively got a, a cruise jar or anything, but... According to the annual ratings from the American Consumer Satisfaction Index report, uh, Costco held the highest ranking in the list that included 19 major categories in grocery. Uh, So they topped basically everybody that you can think of. Trader Joe's, Whole Foods, they got... uh, you know, they got in the 80 points, but uh, apparently Costco got higher. So congratulations to Costco. And it's a great place to to save your money if uh, that's important to you. Because for me, you know, there's other things I could do. I could buy more gear for the studio. I could buy more computers. I could buy that uh, rabbit AI thing when it becomes available. What do you like to do with your saved money? Do you buy tech or do you buy food? It's online tonight. Stay tuned.
Online Tonight is live and on the air at 1-800-39-ONLINE. 1-800-396-6546. Online Tonight. Yeah, I was just wondering if you guys could find a way to shut the hell up! Three fifty seven Magnum, the original point and click interface. This is online tonight. Now here's Max. Welcome to online tonight. Greatly appreciate you including us in your week. It is twenty four minutes or so before the hour. I am Max. The name of the show is online tonight. Our toll free telephone number is one eight hundred thirty nine online one eight hundred three nine six six five four six toll free. Would love to talk to you. Hear what you're. Uh, I asked some questions in the last couple segments. Would love to hear your answers to those. Or if you have another question that is related to uh, tech or TVs or any of that stuff, would love to hear from you. This portion of the show is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Hey, it's not Ryan Reynolds. Mint Mobile is cheaper than those big carriers. So you don't have to buy your socks from the thrift store. Ew. And it must be good because Ryan's mom was in a commercial. Go get something good at OLTTV.com slash mint. That's OLTTV.com slash mint. I don't have to spell mint, right? Phone lines are open, 1-800-39-ONLINE. You can also text or email. Our text is 951-395-1017. 951-395-1017. You can email us show at onlinetonight.com. That's show at onlinetonight.com. Uh, while we're waiting for your calls, a little bit more Apple news. Apple argues against a right-to-repair bill that would reduce its control. Apple says that it uh, it supports right-to-repair, though they have not actually shown that in other states. They're very uh, strict about that. Uh, but they were backing a right-to-repair bill that was in California, uh, but they had some lobbyists that were apparently popping up in Oregon to say, ooh, we this one goes a little bit farther than what we're willing to do. There is a whole movement when it comes to uh, right-to-repair and I would love to get Lewis or somebody like that on the show sometime to really discuss it. He has he has paid for lobbyists. He has worked with senators. He's trying to get a national bill. If you spend $1,000, $1,200 on an item, that that is your property, right? It's the same as if you bought a classic car, a 1975 uh, Mustang or something. You should be able to say, okay, I want to add a better battery. I want to add a, a, a higher resolution screen. I want to add, I mean, some of these sound ridiculous, right? But you, as the owner of the item, you should have the, the ability, the right to modify something that you own, that you purchased, that is now your personal property, something that can be insured, and the insurance company has to pay to replace it. That means it's yours. It's not on loan from Apple or whomever you buy it from. It's, it's yours. And so to stop you from getting your cracked screen replaced or getting a, a battery that, like my battery on my iPhone is shot. I need to get a new battery. Uh, and Apple has made it a little bit more difficult. I have to go to very specific places to get an authorized battery or my phone might not work. And that's trouble. 
And Apple is fighting the Oregon bill to make sure that they can still get their hands in there and they're not required to make parts available to anybody who wants them. You know, only authorized people because of its security is what Apple says. But other phones and other companies don't have these same problems and nobody seems to be uh, as worked up about it. So Apple is in one, in one hand saying, oh, yeah, yeah, we back the right to repair bill. We especially did it in California, but, ooh, but we're not going to support the one from Oregon. So they're getting a little controversy over that. If you have been a long-time iTunes user on a PC, then welcome to the life that us Mac users have. You may or may not know, but uh, Apple Music, Apple TV, iOS devices, we've all had to deal with this kind of uh, disassembly of the iTunes app over time. Uh, if I look at my uh, my iPhone, wherever it is, let's grab it right now. I no longer have an iTunes app. I have, I have a music app. I have a Apple TV app. I have a podcast app. I have. There was a videos. Wasn't there a videos app? Or that's under Apple TV now. And they. So what they've done is they've broken them down into little segments. Well, finally. Uh, PC users are going to be seeing the official launch of Apple TV, Apple Music, Apple Devices. Uh, these these apps will now appear uh, on your Windows machine. And I and I don't know if a lot of of Windows people are aware of this. They probably are. But if you click on their Start menu and you go into All Programs, you can go right up into the Apple uh, software section. And then you can hit the upgrade, and it'll upgrade your version of QuickTime. It'll upgrade your version of iTunes. It'll upgrade your version of Safari back in the day when, when Safari was on Windows. So if you have those things, you can easily upgrade to those. But you may be shocked to see that iTunes is no longer this one giant basket for all of your stuff. It's now going to be split up into little, into little pieces. Uh, Apple recently wanted to let you know, I talked about security. That's what they talk about a lot when they're doing the rights to repair bill. Uh, Apple has pulled a fake app that was masquerading as a password manager called LastPass. They took it from the App Store. And one of the reasons they did that is because it was doing things that um, I guess Apple didn't really like. And it wasn't. It didn't seem that it was obvious that it was fake. I mean, it went through the Apple review process. It, 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 uh, it, you know, it got up there and, and all of those things. Um, but apparently it was not doing some of the things that are friendly to you. It, it might have been transferring files or, or doing things that you may or may not have completely understood what was happening. Uh, and and it might have been looking into your financial areas. Nothing has been said specifically about any of your banking information getting stolen or any money being lost. But I guess they got enough complaints regarding uh, LastPass that Apple has decided to go ahead and remove them from the App Store. Apple is kind of quiet in the AI space. We hear a lot about AI. We just talked about uh, Google and, and uh, Bard and Duet becoming Gemini. And Apple has been 
fairly quiet except for the people who kind of watch the company as a whole. I, I like to watch the company as a whole. In 2023 alone, they have they purchased over 32 AI startup companies. And you have to say to yourself, what 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 is going on? What are they doing? Of course, the rumor, which I think I shared with you last week, is that when iOS uh, 18 comes out, there's going to be a, uh, an AI element to, to Siri, and they're really trying to put it on device so that it doesn't require uh, going out to the Internet or the cloud service to, to do all of the intelligent processing and, and all of those things. Uh, back in the old day, I believe when, they, when the iPhone first came out and you wanted to do any kind of dictation, it actually sent up the audio file uh, to a server and then it translated it and then it sent it back down. Uh, now all that's done on your, on your phone. I mean, the processing power on your phones these days, whether it's an Android or an Apple phone, is just incredible. There's a lot of things that they can do. Um, Google apparently acquired 21 different AI companies last year. Meta, formerly Facebook, did about 18 acquisitions last year. And Microsoft did about 17. One of the notable uh, acquisitions that I just had the name of a company that was really interesting, that had some really cool AI, uh, but for whatever reason right now, it is escaping me. And I... I did research on it and everything. I thought, wow, this AI stuff sounds really good. Then I heard Apple acquired them. They started taking down their website, which is why my link doesn't work. Uh, So there you go. Clearly, Apple has taken them and uh, they want to, they're probably going to incorporate that fairly quickly because Apple doesn't always lock down other companies that they acquire, like Beats, and that website was around for a long time. Face where their website was around for a long time. Several other companies were around for a long time. But when they acquire someone like that and everything gets shut down real fast, so you can't even do any research on what their technology was, then uh, it sure looks like Apple has interest in using that stuff. So I'll have to go back and see if I have any screenshots. It's online tonight. Give us a ring. Stay tuned. We're going to start talking about sports, and one of the best ways to have fun with sports, of course, is on the internet. Check out discovery.com slash shows slash puppy hyphen bowl. Looking for other teams to root for other than the Chiefs or the 49ers? How about Team Rough or Team Fluff? Check out this year's starting lineup and everything else that you could want to know about Animal Planet's Puppy Bowl at this website. I will put uh, I will put the link up there in the show notes so that you can find it without any trouble. And I'm going to say uh, Team Fluff is going to be the best team this year. And I am also taking the uh, well. I don't want to make any enemies, but I definitely have my football picks already done. I've got my square, and uh, 
Vegas is giving the Chiefs two points. And the over and under is like 47. So not that we do a lot of gambling here, but uh, it would be cool to to uh, have a like a home kind of little competition to see. Do they even uh, like have score or points or I haven't watched the puppy bowl in forever. So I don't even know if they're scoring. How do you know which team wins? But you can check all that out. It's puppy bowl 20 at discovery.com slash shows slash puppy hyphen bowl. That's this hour's bookmark this. This show looks just as good with or without your 3D glasses. This is Online Tonight. Now, here's Max. This portion of the show is brought to you by Southwest Airlines. Southwest offers flights to over 100 destinations in 42 states, plus Puerto Rico, Mexico, Central America, and the Caribbean. Find out more about all the destinations you could include in your next vacation at olttv.com slash SWA. That's olttv.com slash SWA. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, sporting news. Uh, of course, we got the big game coming up tomorrow, depending on when you're listening to this. But, you know, the live show is on Saturday. Uh, Michael Jordan's championship sneakers sell for over seven point whatever million dollars at auction. Absolutely incredible. Basketball legend Michael Jordan. Now, he's won, what, like six championships during his career? And a set of his sneakers that he wore uh, while he was winning one of those games. He wore them on the floor during a championship game. Sold for $8,032,800. And that is absolutely incredible. It represents the most valuable and significant. There's a quote from the auctioneer's website. Quote, this set represents the most valuable and significant collection of Air Jordan sneakers ever brought to the market. The auction house said on its website. Apparently it was it was uh, one pair. I mean, he uh, or uh, no, it was a collection. Let me let me double check. Yes. This, it was a set. It was called the Destiny or the Dynasty Collection set. It reached $8 million. And you would get a 1991 Jordan, Air Jordan 6, a 1992 Air Jordan 7, a 1993 Air Jordan 8, a 1996 Air Jordan 11, a 1997 Air Jordan 12, and a 1998 Air Jordan 14. That was all part of this collection. And uh, somebody... One. I'm very curious to see who won it. Was it a tech? Was it a Googleite or a Del, a Delionaire, or was it Elon Musk? I'm very curious who would buy uh, something like this. Now, if the money went to charity, right? I wouldn't be surprised if Michael Jordan himself bought them. Uh, he's very good at doing things subtly like that. Gentleman's worth, you know, 200, 300, 500 million dollars. So giving eight million dollars to charity under the guise of buying some shoes, uh, I wouldn't put it past him. So I'm very curious to see uh, who might have won or who might have bought those shoes. More basketball news, and I'm not a big basketball follower, but Steph Curry uh, had a game worn jersey. 
And apparently he signed it and then handed it over to Lindsay Lohan. So that was kind of nice. The Golden State Warriors star Steph Curry uh, did pretty well last week with a 141 to 134 overtime loss. You know, they can't always be great. But uh, Lindsay Lohan and her husband apparently were in attendance. And uh, Curry just popped over there and signed a jersey and gave it to her. A sweaty jersey. I believe it was the jersey he was wearing during the game. Now, I would be happy, you know, when I go to a game, I like to get a baseball or I like to get a, a you know, part of a broken bat or, or uh, you know, something like that. That's always fun. Can you see I go to baseball games more than I go to basketball games? But I don't know that I would want a sweaty jersey necessar- necessarily because I'd be afraid to wash it. What if the... Um, he, what if what if uh, washed off his signature, right? And you you might say to yourself, why would Steph Curry uh, give anything to Lindsay Lohan? Well, apparently, uh, Lindsay has a son named uh, Luai. Not sure how to pronounce it. L U A I. And Curry and his wife are their godparents. So you know maybe it was a gift for the kid and not necessarily for Lindsay. Uh. Apparently, this is kind of Star Wars news, pop culture news, and it kind of relates to basketball, but I wasn't really sure. This comes from SF Gate. Bill Walton, uh, uh, who is a famous basketball player, apparently he tried out to play the character of Chewbacca in Star Wars. And when they were uh, looking at him, you know, they he's a Hall, uh, NBA Hall of Famer. Uh, he had a certain shape and a certain size and and all that stuff. So when they decided to create uh, Chewbacca, he might have had some influence because originally maybe the character wasn't going to be that that large. Not that he was going to be small like an Ewok, but maybe they weren't really sure what you know what they wanted uh, Chewbacca to be like. But apparently after him auditioning for it and and his size and how tall he was and how he really was so much bigger than uh, uh, Luke Skywalker and Han Solo. And he just was just this giant, strong warrior. uh, They may have retooled uh, what we know as Chewbacca today. So there you go. Do you have any Star Wars stuff that you would like to share do you have any special treats that you create for the game uh do you have any tech questions feel free to give us a ring 1-800-39-ONLINE and don't forget if you missed any portion of the show head over to the website where our podcast is and more stay tuned online tonight is produced and copyrighted by smart family media all rights reserved Host, Maxwell Smart. Producer and other hats worn by Victoria Smart. Views and opinions expressed are those of the host, guest, and callers, and are not necessarily those of the station, its management, affiliates, or other advertisers.
We're taking your calls right now at 1-800-39-ONLINE. 1-800-396-6546. Online tonight. Uh, you probably spent hours sifting through endless website garbage to get here, so you might be interested in hearing our top five reasons why the Internet sucks. Now, from the craziest city on the planet, this is Online Tonight, on the air toll-free at 1-800-39-ONLINE, 1-800-396-6546. And now, the host of Online Tonight, Max. I am Max. Welcome to Online Tonight, where we talk about the latest in tech, pop culture, and more. Uh, More means uh, anything that is on my mind. Uh, This week, obviously, it's been the game, the big game. So some sports news, some food news. And, of course, uh, we take your tech questions. Are you dealing with TVs? Are you dealing with new phones? What do you feel about AI? Is it taking over your job? Is it helping your job? Is it helping you with your resumes? You know, what what do you want to chat about? 1-800-39-ONLINE is the best way to get in. We also take your text messages and your emails. Text 951-395-1017. That's 951-395-1017. Email, very simple, show at onlinetonight.com. Show at onlinetonight.com. Remember, text and, and email is one way. We may or may not use them on the air. But if you give us a call, then we can have a dialogue. We can We can work things out together. If it's a question about your phone or about your computer or whatever, I can maybe pull up the thing and we can look at it together. That's always the best way. We can have a conversation. That's way more fun. This portion of the show is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Hey, it's not Ryan Reynolds. Mint Mobile is cheaper than those big carriers. So you don't have to buy your socks from the thrift store. Ew. And it must be good because Ryan's mom was in a commercial. Go get something good at OLTTV.com slash mint. That's OLTTV.com slash mint. I don't have to spell mint, right? 1-800-39-ONLINE, toll-free telephone number. Victoria's there. Ready to take your calls, going through your emails and your texts. All right, let's talk about the Super Bowl. Uh, there's always kind of, in every game, whether even in life, just in relationships or in a game, there's always this thing uh, to psych out your opponent, right? Uh, if you are... Uh, if you're a tennis player, you know, you might, you might say some things, an NBA player, they definitely, uh, talk smack to each other all the time. Well, apparently in Las Vegas, uh, last week, I don't remember exactly what day it was, but it doesn't matter. Apparently the 49ers got an abrupt warning message that woke them up. And that warning message was the fire alarm. So the fire alarm went off early morning. Uh, in the 49ers Super Bowl hotel. What's interesting about the hotel arrangement, just kind of a side note here, is they're not staying in Las Vegas uh, downtown necessarily. They are a little bit off the strip. They're trying to keep the players from getting into too much trouble. So they uh, originally were going to have all the teams stay out at uh, Las Vegas Lakes. Now it looks like maybe... Uh, so, you know, 
based on the news, obviously, some of the players may or may not have gone into the into the city, into Las Vegas proper to uh, to check it out. But out there in the lakes of Las Vegas, which is really east, it's kind of like heading towards uh, the lake out there, not not the man-made lake that Lake Las Vegas is. What is the name of the Lake Havasu? You know where the where the big dam is and where they generate a lot of the power, the Colorado River or or whatever doesn't that go through Lake Havasu? Anyway, uh, so it's on the east side of Las Vegas and Henderson and all those areas, and they were staying at the Hilton Lake Las Vegas, and around six a.m. and it went off and it was it rang for like ten minutes, so everybody had to uh, to check it out. That later they were told. That it was a false alarm. And this is uh, similar to what happened in the 2014 game against the, the 49ers. The Eagles hotel, the fire alarm went off in their hotel ahead of the game. And is this payback or is this not payback? It's, it's usually not against the 49ers, but this time it definitely was. When I go to Disneyland or... Uh, I said Havasu, right? Oh, Lake Mead. Thank you. Thank you for the correction. Greatly appreciate that. Havasu is in Arizona, and Lake Mead is in in Nevada. Is that right? And that's where the and that's where the big Hoover Dam is. All right. Getting my geography, not my best subject. As I was saying, I am a huge fan of going to. Disneyland, especially DCA, and one of the things my family always wants to do, even if I don't want to do it, is we go and we get a Mickey-shaped sourdough or the latest trip. I don't know if you saw the photos of this or not from our trip, um, but we had Baymax bread. And the legendary San Francisco bakery called Boudin, Boudin, Boudin Miss Victoria, what's the right way to say it? You got it the first time, Boudin. Boudin Bakery. All right. So they, they're the ones who are kind of responsible for making the bread on the Disney property. And so they, they have some experience in making these shapes for companies like Disney and other people like that. Well, they're very proud, of course, that the 49ers have made it into the Super Bowl. And so they have made a football-shaped sourdough loaf. And it, it looks pretty interesting, pretty amazing. It has two different ones. I, th- I think I prefer the second one because I like, I like it to be realistic. One of the ones has kind of like this S shape that goes up, up the top of it. But the other one definitely looks more like a football to me because you can see the laces. You can see the stripe. You can see kind of the edges. And so I'm really, I'm really interested in, in that. And one of the things I like to do, complete aside, this is definitely part of the more of online tonight, tech, pop culture, and more. I like to take my sourdough bread, toast it up just a tiny bit, warm it, not toast it where it's crunchy, but, you know, warm it up so that it's nice and warm and kind of, you know, yummy. And then I like to dip it into some olive oil and some balsamic vinegar. Oh, that's a treat right there. And when my wife makes pasta some evenings, uh, I fill up on bread before she even brings the meal over, and then I don't even want that. I, I justify it by saying, oh, I've already had too much carbs. But then uh, she's not very happy because she went to all this effort to make me food, and I, and I wrecked it by eating all this bread ahead of time. 
Sorry. If you were thinking about going to the Super Bowl, then I hope that you're in the 1% of the world's richest people because it is like you have to be a billionaire to go over to the Super Bowl. It is incredible. Apparently, Taylor Swift paid like a million dollars to get her suite. But just to get in, just to get the cheap seats, like an Angel Stadium, cheap seats, 11, 12 bucks, and you're sitting up in Utah. If you're going to go to the Super Bowl in Las Vegas, the cheapest seat this year was $8,200 each. That's 50% more expensive than the cheapest ticket last year, which was like $6,000. And the prices just go up from there. The uh, Again, there's a report that apparently Taylor had to pay like a million dollars for her suite. Uh, that may That may include the catering cost. That might include security. I don't know all of what her needs are when it comes to a suite. And I've been in suites. I like, you know, I like that. In fact, uh, my daughter Jennifer's very first baseball game at Pac Bell Park, back when it was called that in the Bay Area, Northern California. We're down in Southern California now. But uh, her first couple games were in a corporate suite that was fully catered. And so she thought that's what baseball was all about. So one day I said, hey, you and I are going to go to the game. And I bought cheap seats kind of out in the middle of nowhere uh, so she could see what it's like to go to a game. We've been to many baseball games since then. Angel Stadium. When we were in Chicago, we went to the White Sox game. uh, All together as a family. And we don't have sweet money. We just, you know, we try to get a reasonable seat at a reasonable value. And then we, we enjoy the game. So um, it's not that she was overly spoiled and will only watch a game in the suites. That's not how it is. How do you enjoy your sports? I personally used to watch hockey a lot on TV. And then I went to a Kings game and I was lost because there was no there was no play-by-play person to tell me what was that? What was that foul? What was that thing? So for me, certain sports I absolutely love to watch on television more than in person but i'll go to a football game like to the rams or whatever it's fun tell me what you like it's uh stay tuned All right, this hour is Geek Speak, where we take a tech term and turn it into plain English right before your very ears. Ta-da! On our theme of TVs, this hour's Geek Speak is Refresh Rate. This portion of the show is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Your favorite Nickelodeon shows, all the Star Trek series, the Transformer movies, plus Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning are now available streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Find out all they have to offer at OLTTV.com slash stream. That's OLTTV.com slash stream. Now, refresh rate. Refresh rate, uh, it's measured in hertz, also known as a capital H and a small z. Tells how many times per second a picture is refreshed on your television screen. Just for some quick uh, background. Every frame, how do we see movement, basic movies, is that uh, an image is flashed so many seconds 
uh, so many times per second that we see movement. As an example, most movies are 24 frames per second. And so that would mean that you get 60 of these per second. And that's the U.S. standard, 60 hertz. In, in Europe, it's 50 hertz, and that has to do with the, with the power over there. But anyway, what happens is that sometimes when a scene is very fast moving, especially for sports, it might look a little bit jittery or blurry at 60. And so to create a more improved picture, manufacturers have started to double the refresh rate to 120 hertz. And some even have up to 240 hertz. Some of the new TVs are boasting very high frame rates, and uh, they can go even higher than that. And they add support for uh, definitely over 60 hertz. Now, why are these good? Gamers especially love the higher refresh rates. And these are available on the PS5, the Xbox Series X, the Xbox Series S. Those, those games, some of those games have 120 hertz support, and those will play fine as long as you have a supported TV. Older gaming consoles, of course, were just using the 60 hertz. And, you know, I still love those old games. And sometimes that's kind of the mystique in the, and the uh, retro aspect of that is that, you know, you get a little bit of blur, you get a little bit of jitter. But if you're a sports fan, then you're definitely going to want to be looking for a TV that's got 120 hertz or more. Uh, especially for this Super Bowl, so that when there's that Hail Mary pass and that very fast run return, you're going to see the actual person running as opposed to a blur. That's this hour's Geek Speak. If at first you don't succeed, destroy all evidence that you tried. That's right. This is Online Tonight. Now, here's Max. Hey, if there's no video or recording of it, they can't actually say that you did it, right? Isn't that what Instagram and all those things are all about? If uh, if it's not on the gram, then it didn't happen. So, you know, you got to just sometimes destroying evidence on the Internet's not great. So don't post your mistakes if you want to try to hide them. Uh, I was I don't like a lot of surveys, but I found this survey interesting because it was Super Bowl related and it was streaming related. So it had. Uh, it had uh, something I was interested in, which is streaming, and I still have questions about that. Uh, and I would love to hear from you at one eight hundred thirty nine online. Are you going to stream the game? And if so, are you using a YouTube TV or how are you getting the game uh, without your cable TV or satellite TV? In twenty twenty three, thirty percent of the people that were surveyed by Ad Taxi said they were going to be streaming. The Super Bowl. They just did a similar survey, and that is now up to 36%. So that's very interesting to me because this is one of the things that's uh, holding one of my relatives back from, uh, you know, completely cutting the cord. And we're actually going to go to that relative's house at least briefly because I'm going to be here for you tomorrow night. Uh, so you. We're going to be there briefly so that we can watch some of the game, enjoy the wings and the camaraderie and the commercials and all that good stuff. Uh, because I'm not sure how to even stream it at my place because uh, I don't pay for the um, NFL package. So for me, that's not going to work. The other thing that I thought was interesting, and this is a pop culture reference, in this survey from Ad Taxi was how Taylor Swift has affected the, the, 
the Super Bowl this year. 45% of the respondents claim that because Taylor Swift is dating a football player, they are more interested now in the football world. And they themselves have been kind of dictating or influencing how, what the family's going to do tomorrow. You know, we're going to watch the football game in case I get to see Taylor Swift or for whatever reason. And so maybe people who weren't necessarily sports fans or, or were going to, maybe they were going to go to the park or go to an amusement park or to out to dinner. They can, uh, you know, they're now going to be watching the Super Bowl unexpectedly because they have such diehard Swifties in the house. And, uh, oh, I just got a text. I know that you talk about uh, Paramount Plus all the time. And I know that you have Paramount Plus because you've reviewed movies from it. Paramount Plus has the Super Bowl. So uh, you could check it out there. Okay. I, I will absolutely do that because I'm going to be leaving that party to come and be here with you tomorrow night. Uh, and so I might just fire that up so that I can see what I'm missing. Of course, I'm going to record it. I'm going to have you know my my family member record it so that I can go back and watch any of the commercials that I missed, if not all the commercials are online. Speaking of sports, technology, and streaming, apparently it is official. I had kind of uh, thought this was a rumor, but they even have some suggested launch dates. Uh, according to CNN, three of the biggest sports broadcasters are uniting uh, to create a super platform. So Disney's ESPN... Fox Corporation and Warner Brothers are going to be combining their services into a super stream platform for sports. You can you can expect the NFL, the NBA, the MLB, NHL, FIFA World Cup, NASCAR, UFC matches, golf tournaments, all of those things. If you're a sports fan, you're going to have one place to go. Now, they did not say, of course, how much this is going to cost. I expect this is going to be a lot of money, uh, especially looking at YouTube and how much they were charging for their NFL package. I think that started at like $400. And then you could get uh, like the playoff thing for a hundred and something dollars and just watch those uh, eight or 10 games. So, you know, it's, it's very interesting. And ESPN spokesperson said that the company plans on launching its direct-to-consumer service, Warner Brothers, said that they're putting together you know, some of their stuff on Max, but they're going to combine all these things, and we should see it sometime this year. And so that's, uh, that's very interesting. I did want to mention very quickly something I'm interested in, baseball. One of the complaints and one of the reasons why I'm not a subscriber to the MLB is because even though I, can't, I live within 100 miles of the teams that I like, I can't watch them on streaming. Well, MLB has heard... And they are now trying to figure out how they can offer in-market games to people like me who can't make it out there or have other things to do. Do you like in? Do you like the idea of having an in-market game on your streaming platform? Let me know. One eight hundred thirty nine online. Stay tuned.
Looking around for the phone number? It's 1-800-39-ONLINE. 1-800-396-6546. Online tonight. I'll be filling in for the last hour of the morning zoo with my own particular brand of zany antics. Thank you so much for joining me. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, 24 or so minutes before the hour. 25 minutes before the hour. My name is Max. The name of the show is online tonight. Don't forget, you can give us a call. 1-800-39-ONLINE. 1-800-396-6546. This portion of the show is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Hey, it's not Ryan Reynolds. Mint Mobile is cheaper than those big carriers. So you don't have to buy your socks from the thrift store. Ew. And it must be good. Because Ryan's mom was in a commercial. Go get something good at OLTTV.com slash mint. That's OLTTV.com slash mint. I don't have to spell mint, right? The phone lines are open, 1-800-39-ONLINE. Get your text or your emails in, 951-395-1017 is the text. Show at OnlineTonight.com is our email. And here's a quick uh, review. February is not only the Super Bowl month, it also includes the Lunar New Year. So we had a chance to look at a movie that kind of highlights that culture. Here is The Tiger's Apprentice. Yes, I'm Jennifer. Next we have The Tiger's Apprentice, an animated movie rated PG available on Paramount+. Tom Lee has lived with his eccentric grandmother since he was a baby. Little did he know that she was waiting for the right time to tell him about her job and his legacy as a guardian of the phoenix. He reluctantly begins training with an unlikely mentor, a tiger named Mr. Who, who also sometimes is a human. It's unclear on if they're really a tiger and can turn them into a human or really a human. Anyway. And he learns about the rest of the Zodiac team. The characters are the Lunar Zodiac animals, each with a different power, but some of them have gone missing. As Tom learns the ways of ancient magic, he's in a fight for his life and the fate of the entire human race. That's right. I'm Max. and I'm going to probably need help with some of these names. I apologize. The voice cast of Tiger's Apprentice includes uh, Brandon Suhu as Tom and Henry Golding as Who. The uh, who? Yes, we we did a we whole did, bit. We did that. <laughs> and of course, a, a lot of very famous Asian voice talent include uh, Lucy Liu, Michelle Yeoh, uh, Sandra Oh, uh, Bowen Yang. Uh, this is the one I'm not. Sh- the next one, uh, Sherry Cola, mm-hmm. Joy Coy, Joe Coy, Joe Coy, and Poppy Lou. Lou, same as Lucy Lou. Yeah. Are they related? I don't think so. All right. I'm Victoria, and we've had recently. We've had quite a few uh, Asian-themed movies and TV shows, both animated and live-action, that deal with Chinese mysticism and magic and things like that. And I'm actually enjoying them quite a bit because I f- I feel like I'm learning things. But don't, when this don't one, you first, feel they're very similar. Well, they are, and if you think about it. You know, some people probably look at stories that you see, like, from Disney and say, aren't these all the grim stories or aren't these yeah. all the, the fairy tales that our, our parents told us when we grew up? And so, yes, 
you can see how stories get passed around and changed up and maybe the characters are tweaked and and so you get a little different representation. The nice thing about it being animated is that you can get a very different interpretation from one to the next with just the graphics and the voices and those kinds of things. All right. So, but all right, you brought up Grimm, but Hansel and Gretel is nothing like the Little Mermaid. I mean, they're they're very different. And so, uh, what was it, Raya they're and the by Dragon? But it's in the Grimm book. No, Hans oh. Christian Andersen. Oh, wrote the but okay. So they're not quite the same. But the Raya and the Dragon mm-hmm. movie from Disney. There, this one seemed to have a lot of similarities in that you know. When you get to a certain age, then you get to the medallion. You walk into a special hidden world. That's every quest movie, though. Every quest movie, you have to be a certain age. You get some sort of magical item, and you go to some magical place. Every culture has that kind of... Percy Jackson. Story. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly what I was thinking. Everybody does that. And Go ahead. Continue. What do you think? Well, I the thing that was interesting to me about this one is that I feel like it was very fight scene heavy. There were a lot of battles and sort of like, you know, moments of these this fight choreo even though they're animated. So, ah, cool moves that this this person did and oh, you know, that that uh, animal can do that kind of attack and so that is interesting. So, I feel like you don't we haven't gotten as much of that element in uh, similar stories. I like that this is coming out during Lunar New Year time. I, you know, I liked the the character of Tom and him, you know, growing and and coming to terms with his his fate and what he needs to do and his responsibility. And so it had these elements of him, um, you know, coming to terms with that and trying to uh, trying to feel good enough and. Especially, you know, in his his grandma has been doing this for so long and he didn't even know. And how can he ever follow in her footsteps and that sort of aspect. I thought the animation was good. I liked all the animals. Uh, Yeah, some of it was predictable with, you know, who the bad guy is going to be and how she's connected to some other people and things like that. But overall, I thought it was a fun time. I also really enjoy the fact that all of this content is now coming out with predominantly Asian casts, uh, both in the live action, of course, and and in the voice casts. And I think that's pretty important because there is so much talent out there that it should be used in a way to um, show off their heritage and kind of celebrate that. And that makes me wonder because I was thinking this reminded me a little bit just from the animal characters reminded me a little of the Kung Fu Panda series of movies. And then I thought, wait, Jack Black is not Asian. Are we going to need to, as they move into future Kung Fu Panda movies, are we going to get more Asian voice cast people representing new characters that we meet? So I'm interested in seeing. Does that mean the panda is going to go away? That well, it's going to make me disappointed because I like Jack as the voice. And so they've, they've set my expectations. So, We'll have to see. Everything in Hollywood has gone nuts. Uh, I'm the year of the monkey. What are you, Miss Jennifer? I'm a rat. A rat? That's this year, no, isn't it? What dragon. Is it? It's a dragon this year. Oh, what are you? Rabbit. <laughs> okay. 
I'm uh, a cute little bunny. Yeah, you're like this is why we have so many bunnies in our backyard, I guess, because <laughs> you uh, you are. Uh, I thought the visuals in this movie were beautiful. Uh, who's the studio that d- d- did it? Wasn't uh, wasn't Lionsgate? Mm-hmm. It wasn't um, was it Lionsgate? No. Yes. It was Lionsgate? No, Paramount. It was Paramount Animation. Okay. <laughs> Paramount Animation. The other one was Lionsgate. Yeah, the egg one, scrambled. Paramount Animation. I think they did a great job. I loved the dragon. I thought the, uh, I thought all the visuals were really well done. I, th- I thought it was good. Other than I felt that I'd seen it kind of before. I'm going to give it a four, Jen. I give it a four as well. I'm going to give it a four and a half. I think I think I'm obsessed with food right now because most of my tech pop culture and more is around food. We celebrated this movie it was making me hungry because I, w- I was remembering that it's, you know, Lunar New Year based. And we celebrated the Lunar New Year at the Disney parks and the food was so good. We're, we're actually going to go again next week. I got a text message from Rams fan. What is it? Anyway, uh, he wanted me to know that um, even though I talked about the combined sports streaming service with ESPN, Fox Sports, Warner Brothers, uh, Amazon Prime has the NFL playoffs. And, you know, they they just kind of uh, glossed over that as part of their announcement with this combining this great sports thing. And so don't forget that next season's streaming of NFL-only playoff games are probably only going to be on Prime Video unless, for some reason, uh, Amazon decides to give up some of their rights because it looked like they had done a multi-year deal. Uh, Some good news in Hollywood, Goosebumps, and the next season of Percy Jackson are uh, expected to return. So that's good news for people that were fans of that. I, I, uh, I've definitely been enjoying the Percy Jackson. I've watched all of them. I was a little sad that it was a cliffhanger. But as Jennifer told me, hey, that's how the books are. And so you should fully have expected that. Are you a fan of movies that are like wrap everything up in a tidy bow? Or do you like these after scenes that make you tease you for more? Let me know. 1-800-39-ONLINE. Stay tuned. This hour's bookmark this in, in regards to the Super Bowl and things like that. You want to head over to www.adweek.com slash brand. You know what? That is way too long. I'm going to make it easier for you. Go to olttv.com slash SB58ADS. That's olt.com slash SB58ADS. Adweek Super Bowl commercial page is where you want to go. And if you're like me, you primarily watch the Super Bowl for the commercials because I really have no skin in the game when it comes to football. So if you miss any of the Sunday ads or you just want to watch them again, this site will give you all of them in one place. And, of course, the link, the long link, will be right there on our 
OnlineTonight.com, our notes for the 10th. Uh, so there you go. Ad Week website. Brought to you by Anchor. You probably know them for their dongles, as I call them, but they call them hubs. The Anchor 655 USB-C sub hub, excuse me, has 8-in-1. It includes an SD card slot, micro SD card slot, two USB ports, and those are the 10-gig ports, audio, Ethernet, and HDMI, all in one sleek little device. And it comes in two colors. Check out all that Anchor has to offer at OLTTV.com slash Anchor. That's OLTTV.com slash A-N-K-E-R. And that bookmark this one more time, OLTTV.com slash SB58ADS. That's this hour's bookmark this. Online tonight. Where the quality of our answers just might surprise you. This is Online Tonight. Now, here's Max. All right, if you're a fan of Lego like I am, then you might want to check out this new opportunity that you can vote. It's only got like a week. Uh, They have made some really cool little uh, kits. Of course, the kit that I'm most fascinated about is a pop culture icon. I mean, they used it in... Spider-Man, they used it in uh, Stranger Things, they used it in so many things, and of course I'm talking about the Lego Death Star, which is like 3,000 pieces. I would I would still love to get one, so maybe I'll put that on my wish list for the end of the year and see, but there are some other cool kits, and the one I'm most fascinated by is this uh, sushi restaurant that you build, and then you can separate it out and then you can see inside it's like my version of a barbie dream house you know i love to build things i like lego i like sushi i like to move my characters around and play make-believe and so that's really neat it expands into uh several different segments Uh, it seems like more and more of theirs is doing that they also have this uh, elven castle and you can you kind of have the center part and then the outer outer parts kind of open up you know like flower petals and then you can see inside the castle that's so that's pretty cool on wednesday they sold 30,000 copies of the lego castle designed by a fan and they are also got this uh contest going on or you can vote or whatever and you can head what is the ex- actual website for the for the uh, voting. Let me see if I can find that really fast for you. Uh, maybe I should put that up on there too so you don't have to dig and look for it. If Miss Victoria is there and she knows where the uh, like the voting is, then that would be great. If not, if Miss Victoria could do me some research and let me know, I will put that in the show notes so that it's easier for you to find. That's That's great. Uh, speaking of Lego, they did a collaboration with Fortnite back in t- uh, 2022, I believe. And now Disney is kind of doing something similar. Not specific to Fortnite, but Disney is investing $1.5 billion to create a persistent universe in Fortnite and to work with Epic on additional things. So they're... they're uh, they're expanding their relationship, possibly giving them some licensing to IP so that 
Uh, they could create other games. One of my favorite games is Disney Infinity. And yes, it does work on the PlayStation 4, but it really hasn't been updated since back in the PlayStation 3 days. But what other cool, I mean, there are, there are other cool video games but that have a similar technology. But you get a character like Jack Sparrow or Baymax or uh, any number of characters, and you put them on this little plate, and then the character emerges, and then you can run around and use their special powers and all that stuff. And so I'm very excited to see what this investment with Epic is going to do. Uh, I'm not a giant Fortnite player, but I know some people who are, so I will probably pop in uh, once they start to bring in more of the Disney characters and see what that's like. It's probably going to be pretty interesting. Uh, so there we go. And what else did I want to share with you? Uh, apparently more Taylor Swift news. Somebody on the staff wants me to cover this. I was trying to put it off. Didn't want to end the show with Taylor Swift and football news. But apparently she was seen in a custom puffy jacket that her uh, boyfriend's number is on. And it is a one-of-a-kind one Kristen Jusowick. I don't even know who that is. I'm not into fashion. Those, that's not my forte. My forte is technology. Speaking of technology in the Super Bowl, they are going to have more cameras. They are going to have a goalpost camera. They're going to have infield cameras. Uh, there was rumor they might have a helmet camera, but my understanding was that the testing for the helmet camera didn't, didn't work out or get approved. Maybe it did. Maybe it didn't. We'll have to look for that. So that's some exciting news in regards to technology and uh, football. And then they uh, – earlier I had mentioned that I saved my money because I want to go on a cruise. Uh, I'm not sure about some of the cruises that I've seen recently. Like you can take a one-year cruise around the world. But I did see this cruise – and the cruises I've been on, they, they usually have somewhere between 1,700 and 3,500 people. And sometimes that feels fine. You feel like you have plenty of space. I didn't really feel like I was pushed out of the pool area or when I was watching in the movie theater or when we went to the theater or the buffets or anything like that. I didn't feel like there was too many people. But apparently there's now a cruise ship that holds 10,000 people. And it's going to be setting sail very soon uh, it is just incredibly gigantic and it costs them like two billion dollars uh, if they would like me to review it I would be happy to go have you been on a cruise what do you like about it what do you not like about it give us a call 1-800-39-ONLINE it's online tonight don't forget about our podcast stay tuned online tonight is produced and copyrighted by Smart Family Media. All rights reserved. Host, Maxwell Smart. Producer and other hats worn by Victoria Smart. Views and opinions expressed are those of the host, guest, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, affiliates, or other advertisers.